Confidant. I'm your host, Mike Razor, here in New York City. Ladies and gentlemen, I just hopped on to the Anchor Podcast as well the, on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, etc., etc. <clears throat> this is going to be a quick, uh, a quick uh, show, ladies and gentlemen. It's kind of like a quick tip, you know, on what the things that you need to get a mortgage loan. Things that you need to get a mortgage loan, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So let's go ahead and go into this really quickly. Um, so first things first, uh, the last episode that I put up was in regard to uh, the two year requirements for uh, work history uh, to get uh, to get a loan to be approved for a loan. So we debunked that whole situation. Uh, brand new stuff. All right. So if you haven't uh, listened, go ahead to the last podcast this way. You could go ahead and listen in on that. OK, so. Um, so today's um, quick podcast is well, this quick podcast is going to be about FHA and conventional requirements for approval of the loan. This is something that some of you guys need to know. Some of you guys don't know and are trying to figure this out. Um, you know, and I always say, speak to mo- multiple mortgage bankers. Okay, speak to multiple uh, mortgage professionals to see what it is that they require, because some don't require um, any credit score at all, and some do. The minimum requirement for FHA is 580, and the minimum requirement for a conventional loan is, I believe, 680. I believe. Uh, 620, 620 to 640. Uh, so let me go ahead and give this a rundown real quick. So if you go to the Lending Trees website, LendingTree.com, um, the article that I'm reading from is up there for you. Uh, the article title is Minimum Mortgage Requirements for 2019. Uh, this should be able to help some of you guys out on your journey and purchasing your first home, your first property, the investment, you know, and so on and so forth. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so let me go ahead and put the link inside the YouTube really quickly so you guys will have it. Um, and let's go ahead and move on. Like I said, this is supposed to be quick and it should be quick. All right. So let's see. Let's see, ladies and gentlemen. So these are the current minimum requirements for an FHA approved mortgage. And those individuals who are on the podcast, uh, the website, uh, just to let you know, is LendingTree.com forward slash home forward slash mortgage forward slash minimum dash mortgage dash requirements dash. Which means that if you want to get the if you want to get the link a whole lot faster, you could just go to Lake Dawson TV on um, on YouTube, and the video will have the link up there um, the, on the live video. Okay, so let's go ahead and move on. So these are the current minimum requirements for an FHA approved mortgage in 2019. So the down payment requirement is this. There's a minimum three and a half percent down payment with a credit score of at least 580. A 10% down payment is allowed with the credit score between 500 and 579. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. The down payment uh, can come from your own bank account, a gift from a relative, and even local down 
Payment Assistance Program. Now, a gift from a relative, they're referring to immediate relatives um, and not distant relatives. Okay, so I got caught up in that situation once before. They're referring to mom, pop, sister, brother, um, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, All right, let's go ahead and move on. Debt to income ratio. The Department of Housing and Urban Development HUD sets the debt to income ratio for FHA mortgages program. Currently, the front end ratio is 31% and the back end is 43%. Front end ratio considers only housing related costs such as the monthly mortgage payment, property taxes and insurance. Uh, Back end ratio looks at all monthly debt, including housing costs, car loans, credit card payments and any other recurring debt. Now, just for you to be just for to be to to be clear. um, You go to biggerpockets.com forward slash calc and you could get them calc. You could get those calculations. okay? Uh, biggerpockets.com forward slash calc. I always talk about it. This way you'll get the calculator to be able to calculate those numbers, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So um, residents, the home must be your primary primary residence for at least the first year. This includes whether you are buying a single family home or two to four unit property. Right now with this situation, if there's an emergency of some sort, because I don't want you guys to get, you know, to get uh emotional well what if something happens or whatever if this is uh if an emergency comes up if for whatever reason the neighborhood is terrible and you need to move out you have the right to move out okay but what they're saying is um it is is it is expected of you to live in the home for more than one year or at least one year okay so um this way, now that you know, you know, especially if you guys are planning on renting the property out, et cetera, et cetera, you live in one unit, rent the other unit out, whatever, however you guys do it. OK, um, so employment, you must have steady income and proof of employment for the last two years with explanations for any frequent changes in employment. This is what we discussed two. Uh, last podcast and last video ladies and gentlemen so let's be clear it's not saying that you can't go to another company it's not saying that uh if you leave your company and get hired somewhere else that it's not you know that you won't be eligible it's not saying that right so what they just want to know is uh what was the purpose for oh well actually it says with explanations for any frequent changes in employment so if you if you go to another company once that's not frequent if it's when you are in you're in a company for a year or six months then you go to another company for six months and then another one for a year that's what they're referring to okay uh especially the independent business owners who you know juggle you know with income from time to time these are the things that these people are are referring to all right mortgage insurance right is required regardless of down payment amount you pay two mortgage insurance uh premiums on an fha loan the upfront mortgage insurance premium and the monthly mortgage insurance um which you pay every month for the life of the loan 
The upfront mortgage insurance premium is 1.75% of the total balance due at closing and is usually financed into your loan. If you make the 3.5% down, you'll pay an annual fee of 0.85% of the total loan amount. This will, the, this will be divided by 12 and is part of your monthly payment for as long as you have the FHA loan. So let me clear this up, okay? Private mortgage insurance, because this just says mortgage insurance. This is the bull that I'm talking about, okay? So let's be clear. PMI, right? You have your own mortgage insurance that you have, but this PMI is because you have 3.5% down, minimum down payment. If you put 20% down and your rate, uh, your, your um, what's it called? Debt to, debt to income ratio, um, your equity ratio is, is above 78%. Um, or at 78%, then you don't have to pay private mortgage insurance. Okay, so this this is a little confusing, this part, uh, for individuals who don't know. But if you go two podcasts before this one, uh, I talk about private mortgage insurance and the requirements under private mortgage insurance, okay? This is what trips people up and is confusing, okay? So um, this is under... And, and I guess they did it that way because it's under FHA and it's three and a half percent, but it needs to be cleared up. OK, um, so let's move on real quick. Uh, conventional loan requirements. OK, hopefully you guys have a pen and paper. You guys are writing this stuff down, et cetera, et cetera. OK, conventional loan requirements. A conventional 30-year or 15-year mortgage has slightly stricter requirements than an FHA loan, but it does have some flexibilities and longer-term benefits. All right? Down payment. Some lenders may allow you to make a down payment of as little as 3% and qualify for a conventional mortgage. Although mortgage insurance will be required, uh, some of these low down payment programs may have income limits. So be sure to check the address of the properties with your loan officer to see if it has restrictions. Um, mortgage insurance. With a conventional mortgage, you won't need to carry um, any uh, and pay for private mortgage insurance. Oh, see, now they do it. Ha, huh, look at this. If you can make a down payment of at least 20% on the property, if you put down a lower amount, however, expect to pay around 0.15% to 1.95% of the loan balance in PMI fees each year. Uh, one other benefit of conventional loans is once you pay down the principal to 78%, the original value of the property, uh, the lender must stop charging your mortgage insurance as long as your payments are on time. With an FHA loan, if you made a minimum down payment, the only way to get rid of your monthly mortgage insurance is to refinance your loan. Now, for clarifica like clarification, you're refinancing the loan. You can refinance your loan within six months to a year, number one. Number two, you're refinancing the loan because the equity in the property is over that 78% mark. So say, for example, you purchase a property wholesale. You, you, you then decide to move in under FHA. You get a renovation loan. You do the renovations and all of that good stuff. You get it re reappraised. And on top of that, uh, you're, um, you are over the 78% mark uh, for the uh, principal balance, right? So you... Um, 
So uh, now you go to the bank, you want to refinance, you, they, they, they look at the numbers and see that the appraised value is this amount is way higher than it than the uh, 78%. And boom, now your PMI is gone, you refinance and you have a, log, a lower uh, monthly mortgage payment. Um, and you could do a, a HELOC because you did the renovations um or you could just take the equity out of the property and purchase a newer property okay i'm going off tangent let me keep going so credit score the minimum score for a conventional mortgage is 620 although some lenders may require a minimum score of 640 uh keep in mind that higher uh credit scores or better credit scores will entitle you to a more favorable interest rate and a lower monthly mortgage insurance payment on the mortgage that's obvious ladies and gentlemen if you have a better credit score then um basically you have a better chance of getting a lower rate i mean all the way down to two or one percent interest rate on your mortgage which is which is amazing okay um so let's be clear on that all right Debt to income ratio. As of the end of 2018, conventional lenders allow uh, debt to income uh, ratios up to 50% in select cases. One caveat for anyone with debt ratios over 45%. Many mortgage companies are now requiring a minimum credit score of 700 or higher uh, for a higher debt ratio. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, that should be clear enough for you. Uh, uh, there was something else that I wanted to say. Boop, boop, boop. If it comes back to me, I'll let you know. Oh, yes. The debt to income ratio. One thing I want to tell you guys, if you're purchasing multi multifamily houses and um, when you do the numbers on the under biggerpockets.com forward slash calc um, and you send that information into the mortgage bankers, they include the income from the other units that you have. So if you're plan if you're pl if the average rent in that neighborhood for your two bedroom, two bath under those three units that you have are a thousand dollars each, they they'll include three thousand dollars a month times 12 months into your income that you already make uh, for the debt to income ratio option. OK, so let me move on. VA loan requirements, all right? A mortgage through the Veterans Affairs Department benefits active duty military personnel, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. To qualify for a VA mortgage, you'll also need a VA loan certificate of eligibility, the COE, which verifies the applicant meets military service requirements to be eligible for a VA mortgage. Specific documents and identification are required. Military personnel and veterans can apply online through a lender or by mail after completing the form. A down payment. There's no down payment required for VA loans. Mortgage insurance. Uh, VA loans don't come with PMI fees. However, there is a funding fee associated which is charged at closing and is usually financed on top of the loan amount. The amount of the funding fee will depend on whether... Uh, the veteran is using eligibility for the first time. If the applicant has a disability related to his or her military service, the funding fee may be waived. Credit scores. VA loans do not have a minimum credit score requirement, but most lenders that fund VA loans have a minimum cutoff of 620. The VA loan program only requires the lender uh, review the entire loan 
profile to make sure the veteran has the uh, ability to repay the loan. All right. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Give me one second. All right. I know we're moving through this thing a little fast, but trust me, um, you'll be all right. Okay. Hopefully you guys are taking this information down. All right. To qualify for a USDA mortgage. Oh, excuse me. I, I already went. I went way past where I was going. All right. Let me let me finish. Um, uh, the amount of the funding fee will depend on whether the veteran is using eligibility for the first time. If the applicant has a disability related to his or her military service, the funding fee may be waived. Credit scores. Oh, I did credit scores. All right. 620. Cut off 620, no minimum credit score requirements. Income. There's no minimum income threshold to meet, although applicants must still be able to show proof of steady income. Debt to income ratio. To qualify for a VA loan, it is suggested that your debt to income ratio is not higher than the 41%. Higher debt ratios can be approved since VA loans, uh, VA lenders also look at the veteran, veteran's resi, uh, residual income which is calculated based on after-tax income minus expenses and a monthly maintenance calculation based on the size of the house and the numbers of people in the veteran's family. All right, USDA guaranteed loan requirements. Now, this is an amazing opportunity for those who live in rural um, rural uh, neighborhoods, okay, rural counties. The U.S. Department of Agriculture offers a mortgage program to provide low to moderate income families a chance to own their own home in designated rural areas. Applicants can build, rehab, uh, rehab, rehabilitate, improve or relocate a dwelling in an eligible rural area. These rural designations are determined based on population using 2010 U.S. Census data. The USDA Guaranteed Loan Program backs 90% of the loan amount, which allows USDA-approved lenders to consider borrowers who may not qualify for conventional home loans. USDA mortgage loans require a minimum credit score of 640 for automatic approval, provided other requirements are also met. However, home buyers with lower credit scores can still be considered for a manual underwritten loan. All right. To qualify, you must also meet the special eligibility requirements in your state. First, use the USDA's online tool to determine whether the property you're considering is within a designated rural area. To use this tool, you'll need to enter the street address, city, state where the house is located. This confirms whether the home you wish to buy is within one of the USDA designated rural areas, okay? The home buyer must also meet these basic requirements to qualify for USDA mortgage. Agrees to personally occupy the dwelling as their primary residence. The property cannot be used as a second home or rented out. Must be a US citizen, non-citizen, national, or qualified alien. Can legally incur the loan obligation this simply means the buyer has not been declared incompetent and has the capacity to understand the debt obligation and enter into legally binding contracts. Uh, has not been suspended or banned from participating in federal programs. Shows a willingness to meet credit obligations on time. Purchase property that satisfies all USDA program criteria, including location within a rural designated area. Okay. Debt to income ratio. 
The standard DTI ratio for the USDA home loan are 29% to 41% of the applicant's uh, gross monthly income. The minimum, excuse me, the maximum allowable debt to income on a USDA loan is 32% slash 44% of the gross monthly income if all applicants on the loan have a credit score of at least 680. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. What else? Woo. Let's go down to the next. Home ready home possible loan requirements okay and this is one thing that we discussed in the last episode but let me go ahead and go on real quick all right give me one second all right um home ready the government sponsored agency fannie mae offers the home ready mortgage program you can go to the website homepath.com as well uh, in income, these programs are designed to help prospective home buyers who have moderate to low income and limited cash for a down payment. A minimum 3% can be from a borrower's own funds or a gift. C- minimum credit score needs to be a 620. Okay, credit history. Home ready can also be a solution for home buyers who don't have a credit score because they have no credit history. They can substitute financial statements such as 12 consecutive months of on-time rental payments or other monthly payments that do not appear on credit reports like utility bill payments. Uh, Debt to income ratio. The home ready and home possible programs can be approved with a debt to income ratio up to 50% with strong credit and other compensation factors such as extra savings and retirement funds for reserves. Uh, Freddie Mac manages the home possible mortgage program. Home possible is similar to the home ready mortgage, but there's a key difference. Home possible allows borrowers to include non-borrower income in their financial calculations. So income from another person or people living in the home can count towards the total monthly income, even if those individuals are not part of the mortgage loan. This often benefits homeowners caring for a family member living in the house who receives disability or social security, for example. Your credit score must be 620 minimum and a down payment uh, minimum is 3% down uh, with with added flexibility for the uh, source of the down payment. All right. Uh, Home possible guidelines now allow for the entire down payment to be made from sweat equity, which means you can contribute your handyman skills instead of cash toward the down payment. Debt to income ratio. Maximum DTI is 43% with exceptions to 50% depending on the strength of your income uh, credit and whether you have extra funds in the bank reserves. Okay, I always say to have three to six month reserves uh, per monthly uh, mortgage, okay, payment. Okay, so the key, really quickly, key mortgage documents that you need uh, are a signed purchase agreement with the seller, W-2s for all employment going back two years, pay stubs for the last 30 days, bank statements for the last 60 days, tax returns going back two years, proof of homeowner's insurance, uh, 1099 forms if you are self-employed. Now, homeowner's insurance, if you have a worker with a mortgage banker, 
They're going to already explain that you need mortgage insurance if you're doing FHA, et cetera, et cetera. Otherwise, if you're going out getting it on your own, you just uh, make sure you get it. Make sure it's reasonable rate and make sure the insurance policy is above the appraised value of the home, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and then also make sure you have disaster insurance included, flood insurance included, because they may give you the minimum and then you turn around if there's a flood and find out, oh, you know, flood insurance or disaster insurance is not included. Let's move on. You need documented dividends, stock earnings and other sources of income. If you plan on added, adding those proof of bonus income, if you have that pension statements, Social security documents, excuse me, securities documents such as stocks, bonds and life insurance policies, policies, social security or disability income uh, award letters, if applicable. Now, some of these don't apply to some people. Some of them do uh, just work with those that apply to you, ladies and gentlemen. OK. Uh, to get approved from uh, blah, 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 blah. to get uh, approval pre-approval letter from a lender you need to provide this uh pre-approval from a lender is required in order to have real estate agents show you properties etc etc okay uh the pre-approval will also give you the maximum amount um that you should be uh looking for in the property okay so uh if your pre-approval is two hundred thousand dollars and two hundred thousand dollars is the max price point for the property that you are purchasing okay so in order to get pre-approved you need your identification including social security number okay you need all pages of the two most recent consecutive months of bank statements and you need employment verification consistent of either a month of pay stubs or w-2s going back two years or tax returns if you're self-employed ladies and gentlemen all right so told you all that was kind of quick wasn't as quick as i expected but you know that's a little extra a little extra stat all right ladies and gentlemen so hopefully you guys got a lot of information out of this episode um uh sign up like i say before as always sign up for those ox publishings for those trade lines sign up for you know the school the real estate confidant school 14.95 a month um membership i believe that's what it is 14.95 right now um go ahead and listen to my past podcasts and blogs ladies and gentlemen on um itunes under the real estate confidant school go ahead and follow me on instagram at the real estate confidant ladies and gentlemen and remember knowledge is power but applied knowledge is a portfolio i'll be talking to you soon